it's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I am enjoying this time that we are spending in the 139th Psalm, and I hope that you are as well. Last week, we ended with three discussion questions, and I just want to go back and revisit those just really briefly. The first question we asked was, do you feel like you are in a state of obscurity? Do you feel like you are unknown or unseen or that the darkness is so thick around you that you're for sure nobody would see you? We, we saw last week that even the darkness is not dark to God. So I hope you find encouragement in that. I hope you've repeated that verse to yourself over and over again. Number two, what truth do you need to remind yourself today about God's presence in this state of obscurity? Again, that the darkness is not dark to God, and that even the night will shine like the day when God's in the midst. And then I encourage you to look at Numbers, chapter 6, verse 24 through 26. And I ask this question, who in your life is in darkness that needs you praying this prayer over them? Whether you ever tell them or not, what a wonderful prayer to pray for those that we love, those that we know who are struggling. The words are so simple. The Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. I have faith that God will answer that prayer, that he will bless those we love who feel alone and isolated. He will bless them with his presence. All right, so today we're going to go and dive in to verses 13 through 16, so the next four verses. But before we start, as I was reading these, I reflected on when I found out I was pregnant with Shelby and how once we knew that she was healthy and she was growing like she should and it looked like the pregnancy was going to be a success because we had we were worried because we had already had a miscarriage. But once we saw that, Brian and I would sit down each week or, you know, maybe even several times a week, and we would look at a book that we had been given, and we would see how Shelby was developing, all the different stages she was going through, the different sizes that she was, what organs and other body parts were forming at that time and becoming stronger, and it was just a special time. And so when I read these verses, I think about that. I think about how amazed I was at the process of this child of mine growing in the womb and the connection that we had. And I hope that as we read this and discuss it today, you'll see how amazing and wonderful it is. And then the connection that we have with not just our mothers, but also with our Creator. So let's dive in. Let's read verses 13 through 16. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book 
before one of them came to be. I don't know if you have been keeping up with uh, what's going on with our Supreme Court. They are about to make a decision on a case that could change how our nation has viewed life in the last 49 and a half years. Almost 50 years ago, that same Supreme Court, of course, different justices were sitting on the court, but that same court made the decision that life, for any reason, before the point of them being able to live outside of the womb was dispensable. And if you have hung out with me long enough on this podcast, you know that I am a leader in a life-affirming organization. And so I've kept close attention to this. And at the time of this recording, that this decision on this case has not been announced yet. But by the time it, this recording, you, by the time you hear it, there may have been a decision announced. And each and every person has to make a decision on how they view life, when does life begin, what's the purpose of each and every life, and I'm not here today to convince you. I'm just here today to present to you what's written in black and white in in the Word of God, and as children of God, these scriptures are to be our framework for how we view each and everything, every social Justice, every choice, every attitude, every belief, every political ideology that we adopt, we should be filtering it through the framework of Scripture. And so as we talk about each of these verses, I hope that you see that the truth is that our all-knowing, all-powerful, all-present God is the creator and the originator of all human life. And with that in mind, I don't get to say when life begins or when life ends or how valuable life is or how unvaluable it is. Only the one who created life gets to make that decision. So let's look back at verse 13. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. This verse tells us that we are known from our beginnings because God is the one who created us. Each of our origins are in God. When David says you created, it means you originated, all of us beginning at our innermost person. This is our souls, the seat of all our desires. The word knit here means to weave. This is intentional, intricate, detail-oriented work. Every human, regardless of the circumstances of their conception, race, nationality, Generational legacy or lack thereof were woven together, knit together with such detail by the all-knowing God, much like my husband's grandmother would sit for hours and would knit and crochet until her project was complete. She would be in tune to each and every stitch and movement because one misstep and the project would be a bust. Each person is made in the imago Dei, that is the image of God, as Genesis 1.27 tells us. This truth should compel us to respond as David did in the next verse. Verse 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. 
David's response to God when in reflection about himself and how he saw himself was a rare response. What do most of us do when self-reflecting on how we are made? We fuss and cuss and cry and whine and pine away wishing we looked like or were built like someone else. Yet David's response is what? Praise. Thanksgiving. Not for anything David did, but for the wonderful and fearful way in which God Almighty had created him. Why can't we respond in that way? Why is it that when we look in the mirror, at, we see only wrinkles, dimples, and blemishes? We see only the muffin tops, the saddlebags, and the spare tires. And we will certainly not respond in praise when that's all we see. The shape of our bodies, the color of our hair and or eyes, the size, whether small or large, of any given part of our bodies has little to do with us being made in the image of God. Fearfully made suggests that our makeups should cause astonishment and awe of Yahweh. Wonderfully made means that each individual is created by God in separate and distinct ways. These two things should compel us to praise God when we think about the way in which we began in our mother's womb. At the end of the verse, David is telling us that now he knows, he yada, what God knows about him. That same knowing can be said of us. Verse 15. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Before any human knew me or you, God knew us. What a simple and yet monumental truth. Who has known you the longest? The one who created you. Who knows you best? The one who created you. Again, we have the word picture of God's intricate and meticulous attention to detail in the forming of each and every life. Every life is a divine creation. Verse 16. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God saw us unformed, midformed, and fully formed. He has fashioned, carved out in time and space, and ordained the days in which we shall live. Nothing is by accident or chance. Your family, your birth order, your hometown, your marriage, your children, your career, your neighborhood even, none of it is by chance. And for the child of God, his invisible and powerful righteous right hand has been guiding and orchestrating the days of your life to bring you to the ordained purposes he had set out for you at the beginning, before even one day came to fruition. Your life is precious. My life is precious. You matter. I matter. Every human ever born, currently alive, or everyone who will live is valuable from conception to death. Not because some social justice league tells us, but because the creator, the originator, says we are all made in his image, and he takes special time with each of us to form us into the creation he would have us to be. Will you believe this truth today? Will you praise him and thank him for the wonder that you are. Let's pray and do just that. Dear God, when we read this, may our only response be praise. 
May the doubts that the enemy wants to whisper in our ears that this is not a this is talking about other people, not talking about me. How are you wonderfully made when you look like that? That's all he can attack us with because he can't see our hearts. But yet, God, you see our hearts. You see how you formed us from the depths of the earth in the secret place. When you look down on me and my friend today, you see our beginnings. We praise you for how you've made us, that you have made us in your image. And I pray that that truth would help us to love ourselves and would help us to love others. I thank you that you have given us brains that we can think, hearts that we can love with. You've given us hands that we can serve with and feet that we can go and take the good news of your son, Jesus. Help us to be obedient in all those things. Thank you that you've placed us in our families and in our neighborhoods, in our careers, in our marriages, and that all of those things were ordained for us. You carved that out specifically for us at our beginnings. So I thank you. Help us to remember, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, here's our three discussion questions. Number one, do you view every human in the image of God? If not, perhaps you don't see yourself as being made in His image. Will you let God work through that with you? Number two, do you praise God when you look at yourself? If not, maybe start this week praising God for at least one thing about yourself. Don't remain on the surface either. Remember that God is not looking at our outward appearance. He is looking at our hearts. And number three, do you need to take some time and get focused on your purpose? Look up from your routine and see where God has you. Wherever it is, it is not by happenstance. Next week, we will look at verses 17 and 18. I'd encourage you to check those out and think about these discussion questions. And join me next week as we discuss how our thoughts are known by all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present God. I'll see you then. God bless. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I hope that you have been encouraged by our time together. Friend, I want you to know that Jesus is so important to me. And I want to share with you that you can have a relationship with Jesus just like I have a relationship with Jesus. There are three easy steps to finding that relationship. Number one, admit that you are a sinner. Number two, believe on Jesus as the only one who can save you because he lived a perfect life. He died on a cross. He was buried in a tomb. And then three days later, he arose from the dead, victorious over sin and death. Believe that he did that for you. And then the third thing to do is to confess. Confess that Jesus Christ is your savior. It's as easy as that. 
I want to encourage you, if you have not made that decision to follow Christ and go into a relationship with Him, will you do that today? Will you ask Jesus to come in and be a part of your life, to be the Lord and Savior of your life, to be in charge? If you have made that decision today, I would love to hear from you. Please email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com so that I can be encouraging you, praying for you, and sending you some resources to help in your new walk with Christ. Check out more Encouraging Gospel Center podcasts on the Kingdom Rock Podcast Network at kingdomrock.org. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.